gas is in the jackpot now. Okay? Okay? That's what I'm just telling you. Fucking motherfucker. Yes, that's right, Mets fans. Welcome back to the Ass in the Jackpot podcast. My name is David Langell. And I'm TJ McNeil. And we're just a couple dudes from the East Coast living in L.A., following the Mets, and after each game, we recap what's good. Woo! And today was, uh, well, today Noah Syndergaard was what's good. You can you might as well call it Thor's Day because it's Thursday, but Thor came through today. So the Mets have had a game that they have never had in their history, a um, a one nothing victory where the pitcher hits the only home run of the game. Wow. Yeah, that 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 is amazing to say the least. And Derek Dietrich had two hits. <laughs> Good for him. Good for good for Dietrich, but uh, better for Thor. Noah Syndergaard earning his nickname today. He did, man, and they needed it. They needed the bullpen. Needed a break. They needed to get out of city. They needed to get out of city field. Go on this road trip over 500. They are. They get a nice, fun plane ride to Milwaukee. And Syndergaard, man, that was. What he needed to do. And I told you, David, once he shaves the beard, he'll be yeah. back. Yeah, he, he, he was clean shaven and he let his hair down, let the the lettuce flow in the wind. He looked <laughs> he looked like Syndergaard of, of old today. Oh, it was it was nasty. And especially his sinker. Oh my god. Uh yeah. Uh, 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 he he was firing on all cylinders. And uh, it, it was about time. We, what, what a sight for sore eyes. ERA down to 5.02, which is still ample, but, uh, but get it, getting closer down, he get, has a couple more good starts, and he'll, he'll be in the threes. So uh, we look forward to that. It was just um, – it was magnificent. I was listening to most of the game. Um, and I just I, I was just loving what I was hearing. It just it was it was insane how he kept getting the ground ball out. Some uh you know, the Reds definitely tried to ambush him every single at bat and he was just uh locating his pitches so they couldn't do anything. Yeah, and he was getting a little bit of help from the home plate umpire who had a uh I, I guess he had a generous strike zone. Um we were getting some calls our way. Right, look, look, you got to take it where we are. You, they showed the replays in the in the strike zone box, and for the most part, he was right on the money. So, look, uh, it, it, the the ninth inning was very interesting. Our our buddy, our new buddy Winker, was thrown out of the game. Did you see that, TJ? What a shit show. Yeah, what, what, what a what a douchebag! Uh, our, our new nemesis, Winker on the Reds, Jesse Winker, who who was waving at fans and mocking them the last three games. He had the big home run Monday night off Diaz, and sweet sweet revenge today, getting him thrown out of the game on a pitch that was a strike upon second viewing. So uh, yeah, it caught the corner. It sure did. It sure did. And I, I think the fans got to him today, and he just lost it. Well, no, it's good because that's what happens. I mean, you know, it's like everybody wanted Syndergaard to hit him before the game, right? Everybody's like, oh, well, Syndergaard hit him. I bet you he hits him. He should put one right in his ribs. And it's like, yeah, that would be cool. 
But how much better would it be to throw a four-hit shutout and make the team look completely uh, incapacitated? You know what uh, I mean? It, it was even better, and it was sweet, sweet justice off this guy, Winker, who, uh, look, uh, it, it, it will fuel the rivalry. I mean, not that there is much of a rivalry. We don't play the Reds all that much. But um, but that guy got what, got what was coming to him. Well, yeah, and, you know, I bet you the Mets can't wait till September when they play them again because, I mean, you could really just, you know, come in and sweep that four-game series in Cincinnati and just own them for the rest of their baseball lives. That'd be nice. Yeah, um, I mean, Winker, going back to Winker real quick before we move on, that guy made his manager and, and his ball club look like idiots there. You know, Yeah, it, with, it's not a good look. That was messy, man. He's got a they got a weak bench. They're trying to get something going and he gets tossed out on a on an O two count. And then they gotta put that poor bastard up there. Yeah, to Kyle take Farmer. The yeah. on the black. <laughs> look, look, you know, you you mess you mess with Thor and you get messed with and and, and or blue, you mess with the ump and uh it's not gonna end well. Um but but we'll take the call and, and uh and uh, we, we were all waving goodbye to him after that. Yeah, the, oh. all, the, all the Mets fans were waving their hands right in his face. I loved it. Oh, dude, yeah, behind the dugout. And then freaking Puig just goes down looking on a pitch that you know after they got tossed, you got to reach out and go and swat it because you know the ump's going to give it to the Mets now because you guys just made yourself look like asshole. Well, that's that's Puig's big Achilles heel is the outside uh, part of the plate, and he's just afraid to swing. And, look, it's too close to take, as Keith said. So uh, swing away, Yasiel. Swing away yeah. next time. Might as well. Swing away, Puig. That's your advice. I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but what a big victory. Uh, the offense didn't really show up today except for Mr. Syndergaard. Uh, we only got four hits ourselves. Uh, so uh, we were lucky to eke by here. McNeil yeah. had a rare, rare over, um, but that's okay. We won the game. Third over in five days for McNeil. Maybe this is what his slumps look like. Maybe it is, and that's okay. Um, uh, Jeff, uh, he put his bat on the ball and uh, didn't didn't get a default today. Uh, Dom Smith starting for the polar bear. What do you think about that? I, I love how they support each other. I love their friendship. I think it's healthy. I think um, I, I think the Mets need, um, you know, well, yeah. I think I thought it was. Great. I was about to jump to another point, but yeah, I love the John, the Dom Smith, um, Pete Alonso tag team, and I love how they support each other for sure. So absolutely. Well, what, what were what were your what was your point you were about to jump to? <sighs> well, you know, I just don't know. I mean, if the Mets go trade for someone, you know Dom Smith's going to be in that deal, you know, and, and you know, I'm I'm kind of getting attached to Dom Smith on this ball club, you know. Um, sorry, I'm, you know, Careful. dealing with uh, freeway traffic. Yeah, uh, look, this is podcasting on the go, people, so uh, <laughs> life in L.A., it's traffic and podcasts, so that, that's, that's how it goes. Um, I have but, a, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I read that um, Toronto is dangling their star players as I trade know. bait. And um, no. 
if the Mets are interested, yeah, then then you you kind of have to think that Dom Smith would be part of the deal. Well, I mean, you're not going to get Marcus Stroman without giving up a pretty piece. And listen, Dom Smith is a pretty piece because he's a starter. You know, on this team, he is playing backup, but he's playing backup to Pete Alonso. But you get him regular bats, he's going to hit. He'll probably hit 280. I mean, yeah, he's being he's being blocked by the Bullet Bear, which you know adds depth to the bench, and and uh, and we need that. But uh, there is more value for Dom Smith as a starter. So if Toronto wants him and uh, we can get Stroman in return, I mean, you have to at least consider that deal. I'm not saying pull the trigger, but uh, perhaps it could happen. Well, right. And, you know, they were, they were actually talking about that exact trade um, morning. And, and, you know, the more I think of it, I'm like, yeah, let's get Stroman in here because then we could deal with not being able to sign Wheeler. And, you know, and figure out the pitching in the offseason and add two, like, mid-level starters or whatever. But, um, you know, the more and more I think about it, the, the less and less I want to give up Dom Smith. It's hard. I mean, I, I would do it, to be honest with you, because polar I mean, as long as polar bear is healthy. But that's the thing. You never know. Um Strowman is is from Long Island, or or he's just friends with uh, with uh, Matt from college or something. Ooh. Yeah, no, he's from Long Island. He is okay. Yeah, he's from New York. Yeah, so he gets uh, he's from the area, so he would get a hometown hero welcome. For right, sure. and, and and buddy buddy up with his his friend Stephen Matt. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know if. Uh, if that's necessary. We're also in, in correspondence with uh, Keiko's agent, I read. So that is still in discussion. I don't, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Keiko, Kimbrell. Or, or I think it was Kimbrell I read. Or, yeah, it's Kimbrell. Yeah, it's Kimbrell. Yeah, I'm getting these K's mixed, mixed up. Sorry, sorry, fans. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Kimbrell, look, I you, you have to want that addition, especially with, with Familia going down, or at least being so ineffective. Well, I'll tell you what, if I'm Kimbrell, I don't want to go to the Braves. Why not? He used to play well, for them. I know, and as bad as the Mets' bullpen has been, the Braves' bullpen is worse. And mm-hmm. from what I've seen, I'm either looking at the Phillies or the Mets. Because, you know, Kimbrell wants to go to a competitor, not just this year, but next year and the year after. And, yeah, right. obviously the Braves are going to compete, you know, this year and everything, but... I mean, look at them today. They're getting rocked. Yeah, eleven to two by San Diego. The Padres are beating up on them. So well, they're getting blown out a lot and a lot more. You know what I mean? And yeah, they're yeah. scoring lots of runs and everything like that. But this is not a Titan offense. They're not Titans. You know? Yeah, yeah. Fultonevich gave up six runs, uh, and their bullpen has given up five uh, by one guy. Blevins got in this game with a scoreless inning, though. Well, right. There you go. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the NL East for Blevins. Um, Hello, Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, if I'm Kimbrell, I mean, I'm looking at the Mets and the Phillies going, okay, which one am I going to put over the top? Because if he comes to the Mets, that immediately relaxes the bullpen. Uh, I, I think all of us would love to see that happen because... Uh... Everybody gets to take a deep breath, including Gazelman. Because you know Gazelman's like, he's good, you know, but like it's it's like with Kimbrell in there, he'd be even better. Yeah, I mean that's what they were expecting Familia to be, and he just hasn't, which has just thrown a monkey wrench into the whole the whole machine. 
And well, he will be. Familia needs to settle in, dude. That's what this DL stint is all, or IL, excuse me. That's what this IL stint is all about. I think. I think it's just to get him off the field for uh, for a few weeks, for a week. And, you I, know and I, mean? I hope I hope you're right, TJ, because if that's the case, then then a little bit of time and rest will will cure his problems. I we only can hope for that. But um, but yeah, even, even if even if Familia comes back, we still need Kimbrel. I mean, you're 100% right. We, we we need more stability and just just balance to that bullpen. Well, yeah, and then you got the young arms coming up, and they get to watch Kimbrel prepare. You know, even Diaz gets to watch Kimbrel prepare. You know, someone who's uh, yeah. done it. You he, know, and it'll be good for Diaz. Yeah, and he's a championship player. So. I mean, although he's not very good in the postseason, am I right on that? Diaz? No, Kimbrel. Oh, Kim, well, Kimbrel. Yeah, we watched the World Series last year. He wasn't great, although they, you know, the the Red Sox won. So, in spite of his his troubles, he was still effective enough to lead his team to a championship. But he's got a ring, right? So it's like you know, when someone like that comes into the bullpen, someone with a ring, you know, you go, wow, okay. Yeah, you know, let's everyone knows this guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it would just be good all the way around, even if Kimbrel is like pitches to a two five or two, or three five or three seven or four ERA. You know, it, it's still that experience. I think it's worth paying for. It's like the same reason, you know, even if he's bad, it's the same reason you got Todd Todd Frazier on your team because, you know, of the experience and the and the winning, you know, attitude and you know whatever. So. But know. let's be real here. These are the Mets. How, how likely do you think a deal gets done? Hey, listen. You know what? If they play well on this road trip, very likely. I mean, if Brody, you know, we've already seen Brody. You know, he DFA Travis Darno after that one game. He's not messing around. And yeah. you know, the the Wilpons. I think they need to see some sort of return. And like that's why now would be a great time for them to get hot because, you know, you open May and it, it, you know you say a couple of series from now you're uh, seven games up, you know, you know eight games over 500 after three or four series, you know the Wilpons might go hey listen let's dump it because our bullpen you know it's always good to build it let's build it you know for the next couple of years and you just make it, you know a pen you know, you know you just lengthen out your pen I mean the Absolutely. bench is the bullpen yeah, I'm, not. I'm all for it. it we, we need help in that bullpen. We got a couple guys we like, but the, the depth, it's all about depth in the bullpen. And Kimbrell, I mean, it wouldn't get much better than that. Who knows what he, what's going to happen? You can't really predict. You know, best case scenario is he's great. And then the worst case scenario is he could he could pitch like Familia. And, the, and then Met fans will be even more incensed. So who knows? But I think you got to at least try. I mean, why not? I mean, listen, if. You know, it's better than him going to the Phillies and being ultra-dominant. Yeah, that, that's the worst-case scenario in that situation. Right. And then you're looking at Kimbrell in September, and the Phillies take another series, and they knocked us two games out of first or, you know, four games out. You know, it, it's just better to uh, – it's better, you know, safe than sorry. It's not always yeah. smart to sign a player so somebody else doesn't get him. But it's Craig Kimbrell. I mean, like, the guy's not going to be garbage. You know what I mean? No, he's no, no. Craig, he's going to be Craig Kimbrell. Absolutely. And the Phillies have, uh, you know, they have their game and a half lead right now. I don't think they play today. But uh, we're only one one game back in the loss column. Well, no, I'm sorry. We're three. We're, we're game and a half 
back, two in the loss column. That's what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we so, played the Reds like garbage. So when you play garbage teams like garbage, that's what you get. Yeah. But, um, TJ, I think it's pretty obvious who the jackpot player of the game is today because there it's was really so, only one star. It's so obvious that we don't even have to explain Dollar Tree and how magnificent it is. It's as obvious as that. Dollar Tree is the best store on earth, and they've partnered with our show and given us a $5 gift card every single game to give to the player of our choosing to be dubbed the jackpot player of the game. The jackpot player of the game has to excel at all things just like the dollar store. And today, the jackpot player of the game, David, hit it. Noah Syndergaard. It's Thor's Day, people. And on Thor's Day, we celebrate Thor. So is this is this Noah's first jackpot player of the game? Yeah, with the way he's been pitching this year, absolutely. Well, congrats, Noah. You earned it. You had a hell of a performance today. And when you're back in L.A., the site of your two-home run game, we'll be hanging <laughs> outside of Gate D., with your $5 Dollar Tree gift card. And if you would like one, we're offering free hugs. Yeah, so come on down. Hit, hit another couple homers at Chavez Ravine. David was there for that game, by the way. I was. It was a thing of beauty. The same week that Cologne hit his homer, uh, Thor hit two. And uh, if he does come back to Chavez Ravine and do that, then he would be the all-time uh, home runningest pitcher the Mets have ever had because uh, he's only one away from the all-time total that Dwight Gooden holds of seven. Oh, he's getting it this year. I mean, dude, like, look at his swing this year, even compared to last year when you'd say, hey, he's got a sweet swing. Look at it this year. Yeah, Apo Taco. Dude, you don't hit a ball 400 feet to, you know, left field because you got lucky. You know what I mean? Like, he crushed that. And his, his first homer, he got a little bit of help from Dexter Fowler, but we'll take it. Hey, you gotta take that. It counts, doesn't it? It 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 counts in the box score. It's like it's like a five hundred foot smash. The same thing. That's right, dude. Just uh, just ask uh, Jose Canseco. He knows all about that. Yeah. Uh, Cool, cool, man. Uh, This was a hell of a day. We needed it, and uh, it's just it just feels good to win, right? It feels incredible to win, and you know we still don't know what this team is, uh, but. Maybe this road trip will show us, you know. I mean, this was a, this has got to be a good way to leave City Field, just going, hey, listen, you know what? We got the win today. It doesn't matter. Let's leave home for a bit. Let's hit some baseballs, you know. For sure, for sure. They're behaving a little bit like a teeter-totter. We want them to dominate like a bull- bulldozer for at least a week or two. Um, so yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens next. Uh, Milwaukee hey, getting killed right now. Yeah, go ahead. You never, yeah, Milwaukee. You know, we're getting them at the right time. They're starting to uh, to, to drop a little bit. Yeah, don't, don't um, also, underestimate them though. But yeah, yeah, and also, so uh, yeah, you can never underestimate Milwaukee because of Christian Yelich and that lineup. But I mean, also, St. Louis Cardinals are basically manhandling that division. I mean, what a division! The, the Cardinals are just ridiculous. Nine and one in the last ten. They're on a five-game winning streak, and um, the Cubs, the Brewers. Pirates are, are decent, and the Reds have that pitching staff, so that that's a hell of a division, and the cards are definitely the cream of the crop. Yeah, this ain't the year for the Reds, though. No, it's not. It's not. It, they're 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 doing better than we thought. We didn't. I didn't know their pitching would be this good. Yeah, well, the Mets um, underestimated them. That's what this series was all about. The Mets just completely underestimated them. Yeah, well, we we came and we saw, and now we know. 
and next time we'll be prepared, even if it is in September. But um, yeah, but here we are. Uh, it's May second, and we're a game over five hundred, and we got to go on a little roll here. You know, our run differential is minus nineteen right now, which is not what you want from a from a an elite ball club at all. So we yeah. have to turn turn that around a little bit. Definitely, I agree a hundred percent. Let's hope for a good a good solid road trip. Wait, they're going to Milwaukee then San Diego, right? That's right. That's right. They'll be in San Diego on Monday. So uh, I don't know if any of you fans are going to be down there. Let us know. Tweet at us at Mets and Jackpot or Instagram at uh, Ask the Jackpot. And let, let us know if you're going to be in San Diego because maybe we can say hi. Hey. Um, all right. Any, yeah. Final thoughts? Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Jinx. Um, no, for me, it's just it's good to be back. I mean, this was a quick game, two hours and ten minutes. You don't see that anymore, so that was refreshing. And a little league performance by Thor, the man they call Thor, Norris Syndergaard, coming back to form here a day after DeGrom had seven shutouts hitting. So thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. Thank goodness for all of them. Um, I can't wait. Stephen Matz is starting tomorrow? Tomorrow, uh, yeah, it's Mr. Matz. In Milwaukee, so uh, I can't wait to see what he does tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be quite interesting, and he's been dubbed the ace of this staff. So in the early going, at least. So let, let's see him carry that torch. Why not have four I know. aces? And he's friends with Marcus Stroman, man. So you take those, you take those two little friends, you put them together, you might have a little uh, duo there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good. We already have the polar bear and the squirrel, so why not have a couple kids from Long Island, huh? Let's go. Let's do it. Um, and anything to cap this this podcast off, TJ? Uh, I mean, gosh, nine innings pitched, four hits, ten Ks, one walk, a homer. What can what more could you ask for on a uh, on a beautiful Thursday afternoon in New York City? Yeah, it's good news. It's good news. I'm, I'm just watching MLB Network. They got uh, news and notes, and it's he's Noah Syndergaard's right up there, right up there with Corey Kluber's injury. So uh, oh, I mean, that's, that's that's a negative, but this was a plus for us. Dude, poor Corey Kluber. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, well, ho- hopefully it's not as bad as we think. So, no, we'll, he's we'll, out, we'll, bro. He's out uh, for a long time. Bummer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think that wraps this one up, and um, we'll be back tomorrow night. Yeah, stay safe out there, everybody. And remember, let's go Mets. Happy Thursday. <laughs>